Good morning and welcome to another Club Insights podcast. Today I'm joined by Silke Bernard, who is a partner and the global head of the investment funds practice at Linklater's Luxembourg. Silke, good morning. Good morning, Jim. Now, while women partners and CEOs are becoming more and more common, do you feel that enough work has been done to resolve the gender gap at senior levels or is more work needed? I think that answer is simple. Of course, there's more work needed. If you look at the numbers, we are still far from anything that is uh, somehow sustainable or makes sense. So, but it just takes a lot of time. We've had and Linklater is a women leadership program for the last, uh, I think, 12 years or so. Um, and it just takes time to, to build that pipeline and to get people up. So we're, we're aiming for parity, are we? Is that the goal? I think the first uh, goal we have is 30% across all positions, uh, partnerships, senior positions, leadership positions, and so on. But yes, uh, I think the end uh, goal would be 50%, yeah. I'm going to come back to that a little bit later on, but just about yourself personally, why did you become a lawyer in the first place and was there anyone who influenced you along the way? Not really. I must say, I, I always uh, liked arguing with my father <laughs> in the first place. Uh, so we don't have any lawyer in the family. Uh, it was just like, like uh, the, the challenge of intellectual ag argumentation, the attraction of, of uh, norms, of uh, rules. So I, I like that. So nothing from family or inherited. <laughs> and was the plan to fall into investment funds or is that just happened by accident really? So that was a little bit by accident, I must confess. So I was not planning to come into investment funds. I was just looking for a very interesting job uh, in law. And uh, so I was offered that. Uh, and, and the partner here uh, to whom I applied at the time, he just said, oh, she's a great uh, lady. She has a nice CV. And he said, uh, actually, the evening before Before I joined, look, wouldn't you like to come to the investment fund team? That's really challenging and uh, changing all the times. You will never be bored by, by knowing all the legal issues. So that was a little bit of an accident, but a very positive one. Well, you've ended <laughs> up the global head of the investment fund practice. That's huge, isn't it? Yeah, but it's a few years back. So I built that practice. I must con confess the first day I joined, I didn't know what a fund looked like. So very funny. Probably. Now you do. <laughs> Now I do. <laughs> uh, and on, in terms of your personality, which of your personality traits have been an, an important part of your success? I think there are many. I think uh, probably I'm a little bit stubborn. <laughs> so I'm curious. Um, and I do think that I have something, how do you call it? Um, like an interest in human nature and in, uh, in just what's going on. So I'm very curious and always listen a lot and, and try to understand. So probably that helps in becoming a good lawyer. Now, but it's interesting you say that because the legal profession per se has a reputation for being quite a tough environment. Mm. I mean, you're dealing with big money, big clients and uh, competitive colleagues. Uh, what are your tips to other lawyers to survive? My best advice is always to be yourself, be authentic. Uh, I can bring nothing better than my competitors than just being me and, and trying to be a partner to my clients. So I listen a lot. Um, I try to, to go and see their business, to, to, to understand their operations as a real business impact. And I think that's the best I can do. I, I could not pretend being a better lawyer than, than all my competitors uh, on the Luxembourg market. It's, it's just that I try to be closer to my clients and be a real business partner and, and human partner uh, just joining forces. Now... 
The key topic of this particular podcast is women. Um, And some people would argue that for as long as women are the primary caregiver at home, there will always be men in the workplace who focus more on work and therefore consequently be rewarded by promotion. I know that you said that you're aiming for a 50-50, but can I suggest that might be unrealistic because there's always going to be men out there who who want to work just more? I think that's true that 50-50 might be a challenge. Um, It's not so much because men want it more. I don't believe in that. Um, But it is not easy. Uh, Frankly, I have three kids. They are still pretty young. Uh, It is a challenge and you need to really want it. And, And I do know there are women out there who just don't want to have the double challenge of a really demanding job and uh, kids at home and you need to to run it all somehow um but to me i think we we need to really embrace uh, the diversity because it makes us better so it, it's not good enough to say okay men have maybe a little bit more time because they are less going to the pediatrician and, and less uh, dealing with, with, with uh, I don't know meals and cooking um, which also is not true of course um, but I think the role modeling is important I have uh, very often discussions with my, my younger colleagues who say that's really tough what you're doing I'm not sure I want that it's just too tough for me and then you need to have a number of conversations and and tell them look uh, maybe it looks tougher than it is but also it is is very fulfilling and it's it's great actually having both uh, and being able to to reconcile both having a real family life and seeing my kids uh, every day having lunches uh, not lunches sorry dinners um, and and have weekends and uh, play games together and having a challenging job I think it to some extent makes me a better better lawyer because I have some resilience coming from a family which otherwise I wouldn't have. So, yeah. Um, but do you think it's possible that society has created uh, expectations on women to do just what you're doing, in fact? Um, maybe the world was a happier place when there was one parent who stayed at home, and that could be a man or woman, of course, <laughs> and one parent who's earning the money. I think it could be easier, but I'm not sure it would uh, make people happier. So I think uh, when I look back to my, when when I was a uh, a child, I saw a number of uh, moms being at home, uh, having abandoned their job and and being just there for their family. Not all of them were happy. Uh, There were quite a number who were frustrated and and regretted their choice, but they had to do it at the time. Um, I think if we can reconcile, and there are all kinds of uh, agile working models, um, all, all kinds of, of things we can do. And, and just having a team that is large enough to, to, to uh, step in if somebody has to deal uh, with a sick child or whatever, I think we can make it happen. And I think as a law firm, it makes us better because we, we then have teams that look like the teams at our clients so that feel the same, have the same struggles, have the same um, understanding, the same background. And I think also sometimes other ideas, better ideas just to, to, to complete the picture. So I think it, it is very helpful and we should strive for it. Maybe we won't get to 50, but uh, 45. Uh, let's be ambitious because there's also a personal cho- choice and we shouldn't force people to all go into the same direction and they all should work uh, full-time as a lawyer. Um, but uh, it should be also a personal choice. And if people say, I don't want that, 
fair enough. I'm guessing you must have by now. We've had two years of this pandemic. Have you had a Zoom call when one of your children's walked in? Yeah, many. <laughs> Of course. <laughs> uh, yeah, slightly un- unavoidable. Um, now, going back to diversity and women partners in firms, how do you think Linklaters compares with the other, I don't know, Magic Circle or the big firms here in Luxembourg? Um, I think in terms of numbers, uh, well, we are now uh, planning to make a few other female partners here in Luxembourg, uh, which will be great in terms of numbers. So we are not yet as good as certain other firms in Luxembourg. But I think in terms of culture, um, also from having been a recruitment partner for, for a number of years, I think in terms of culture, we, we are pretty well placed because to us, it is truly important. It's not like a affirmative action that we do some uh, diversity events. It is really uh, our DNA and our day-to-day living uh, that we want to be close to our people. Uh, the other day, there was a, a girl uh, with high ambitions who said uh, that she is pregnant and, and she re- immediately received a number of messages from other women saying, oh, that's great. Uh, if you want to, to talk, please come around. And it's just heartfelt. It's not a policy we put as a stamp on our brush it is reality and I think uh, there we uh, score pretty well. Uh, It's interesting you talk about uh, recruitment. I'm interested to know your views on for new women that are joining the legal profession today who perhaps uh, do aspire to become partner one day. What's your advice to them? My advice would be to, to, to be open-minded, to really think what they want and uh, the life they want to live, what is their model. Everyone has a different model. I have my model and I kind of imposed it uh, when I had kids. Uh, I, I did sit down and uh, think, well, what is the model I want to, to, to implement and what are my non-negotiables? And then I talked to others. It's not easy. It's really tough uh, to, to have that thinking and to not just go like all the others, like uh, staying late hours, uh, working on weekends when you have to and so on. So I had the model to, to just say, okay, my daycare, uh, they close at 6.30. Uh, so I have to leave at 6. So every day at 6 o'clock, I'm going. Uh, I log in at eight or eight thirty again, and so that is my like my my lunch break. I just have it in the evening, and that is non-negotiable. So I did have to impose it because a number of whatever partners meetings, client meetings took place from six to seven. And every time I said no, sorry, that doesn't work for me. At the end, none of my clients really complained. None of them actually said, look, we need you exactly at that time of the day. Mostly they they rather appreciate me being honest and saying, look, that's my family time. Uh, And so the call takes place before or after. And that's not a problem at all because they have the same issues. So um, being clear about what you want uh, and just speak openly uh, with your partners, your team, your clients, I think that would be the best advice I could give. Silke Bernard from Linklaters Luxembourg, thank you very much. 